all right yo welcome 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 you already know what it is we're back for season two shooting the splits we are here with my guy rj today we are gonna find out what gets rj's mind rolling and we're gonna find out a little more into his background and find out what he's hiding from us out there man He's got some keys to some things that we don't know nothing about. So we're going to find out. We can get those keys and unlock those doors, man. But without further ado, RJ, tell the crowd a little bit about who you are. All right. So uh, let's see here. From Georgia, uh, Decatur, which is maybe 10 miles outside of Atlanta. Uh, you know, grew up in Atlanta. Went on to play college ball in Mississippi. Um, played college ball for about three years. Decided to join the military in uh, October of 2003. Um, went on to Ford Lee, did my AIT, first duty station, uh, Camp Casey, Korea. That was in March of 2004. And here I am now, almost 19 years later. Um, you know, it'll be 19 years in October that I've been uh, in the military. What a journey, man. That's, that sounds crazy. So what got you into the sport of basketball, man? Man, so, you know, back in college, man, I used to always, I'd go to class and some of my teachers were, were at, you know, were uh, coaches. And I was like, man, what am I going to do, you know, once I get out of school? Um, and I was like, you know what? I think I can, I think I can teach and coach. You know, so I was like, I was going to be a high school teacher or a PE teacher and coach, you know, high school basketball. So as, you know, as time went on, being in the military, playing in the military, coaching some post-level, then getting my, my first taste at a collegiate coaching at Augusta State. I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. The recruiting aspect, you know, being able to travel around, play different colleges, recruit kids is something that I love. So uh, I think around 2016 was when I figured out, like, hey, I want to be a collegiate basketball coach. I definitely, definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. You played any? Or, I mean, well, how was your playing days? So, hey, in high school, you know, high school and then my first two years of college, I was, you know, I could go. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I played with uh, the Atlanta Celtics, man. It's like one of the top AAU teams, not in the state of Georgia, but in the country, man. And I played with some guys, Jarvis Hayes. It's one of my best friends. He's the uh, head coach now at uh, uh, Jonas. My bad. Jonas is the head coach now at Georgia State. Jarvis and Jonas are twins. But, man, we, we had a team. Everybody went Division One. You know, I went to Southern Miss, you know what I'm saying? I did my thing there. I left and I wind up going JUCO since I was a partial qualifier, you know, um, from uh, high school as a partial qualifier. But, you know, I did my thing while I was there. I did my thing when I was at East Mississippi JUCO. And when I first joined the military, Korea was the spot, man. Yeah. Um, to play ball. That's all I knew. So when I left Korea and went back mainland to uh, Stewart, I was only at Stewart one year. I put myself back on assignment to go to Korea because mm. you could just ball. And it was, it was, man, competition was just, was crazy out there. So, yeah. All right. Well, I got a tough question for you, man. That you did all right. all great traveling in the military. You got to meet a lot of different things. Give me two of the best ball players that you ran across in the military alone. Two of the best ones that you could remember. Uh, so number one is going to have to be Ron Bartley. Ron B. A legend. Yeah and, yeah. and, you know, the the crazy thing about Ron, I had somewhat heard about him, but crazy story. I got to Fort Gordon 
in 2016 when I left Korea again. And um, I got there and I was in the gym playing pickup ball. I didn't even know me and Ron were guarding each other. And Ron hit a deep shot. And I came down. I did my thing. I took Ron in the post. Did my thing. We're going back and forth. Had a conversation. I was like, man, you Ron B? He's like, yeah, man, who are you? I'm like, I'm RJ. I'm like, bro, man, you can go. So Ron's my number one. Ron, Ron's my number one. Okay. Okay. Um, my number two, you know, it's got to be O, my man Ali. Ali, man, oh, Ali. yeah, yeah, Ali tough. Yeah. I, I could definitely Ali, I could agree with Ali. Tell us a little bit about Ali. Yeah, so I met Ali for the first time in Guam. Um, we took a we took Air Force all star. Yep. So we traveled from Korea. We took an all-star team down there. And I had kind of heard about O, you know what I'm saying? Got on the court. Me and O were guarding each other. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, going back and forth, you know, O doing his thing. I'm trying to do my thing, going back and forth. We wind up talking. Became real cool. But he was a tough, you know, he's tough because he can play on the wing. He can post you up. He does a little jab step thing. It's just crucial. He's smart. He's mm-hmm. real fundamentally sound. So when you have all those intangibles and put them all together and can still play like he can to this to this day, that's that's impressive. So those, those are my two right there. Yeah, those are complete. That's a complete player, man. That's a definite complete player. I seen a little bit of Ron Bartley. I didn't get I didn't get to get in the weeds like most individuals did. Uh, but I did see a couple of his his uh, later years that uh, he still was looking pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Ali, I, I mean, he's still with it. He's still moving like a young bull. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, he's 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 definitely got the size. He's definitely got, you know, what I mean, the intelligence and uh and he's definitely got the motivation. He's always hooping every time I see him. So I definitely uh definitely could could agree with that. Um so what do you do now? So right now, I'm I'm actually in Hawaii. Um, I, the past two years, I've been a, a coach at Hawaii Pacific University. It's a D2 okay. out here in Hawaii. Um, I coach the uh, post team out here. We started a post team. The guys are like, hey, RJ, you mind coaching us? So I coach those guys, man. I do skill development with college players, pro guys that are out here in Hawaii that come home. I work those guys out. Um, I just came out of a first arm seat maybe four months ago. You know, so I kind of got some downtime, you know, right now to get ready to retire. Because as soon as I hit 19, you know, I'm dropping that packet and that's next month. So, you know, pretty much they let me, you know, take care of my appointments and and things like that. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what's next. Do what you got to do. So you're part of this all army staff now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How long you been a part of the all army staff? So I came on staff back in 19 when uh, CL was the uh, head coach and uh, Ron was an assistant and Ron told, you know, little about little me and little kind of knew of each other because he was coaching at Columbus state university, which is in the same conference as Augusta state. So, you know, little kind of knew about me. So I've been with them guys since 1920 came, I was with the program in 20, but then COVID hit and canceled our season. Um, 21 came back. And since the season started in October, you know, I told Ron I was going to come back with Ron that year. But uh, since it started in October, it was going to um, mess up things with me at the college program. You know, college season starts the same time. So I chose the college program over uh, all army. 
So, you know, on and off now for about three or four years. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what you do out there at All Army. So like pretty much, uh, you know, travel around like this past year, being in Hawaii, I still traveled mainland to try to recruit, try to find the best talent, you know, for the army. I'm, I'm big on social media. Um, you know, I, I do a lot. I post a lot. I put things out there, you know, for guys to see, because I know people see it, they share it. So, you know, um, I worked back in 19, I worked with the bigs. I can work with the guards or biz, but I like right now, 19, I got us uh, the team to go down to University of Texas mm-hmm. and, you know, get looked at there. We did some um, basketball ops stuff with University of Texas. We, we were able to practice in their facilities, meet some of their staff. Um, so big on player development. Um, we will be doing a lot of stuff with the offense this year for all Army. You know, we're, we're changing some things up. Ron, you know, has a vision on, on, on how he wants things to be. This year, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to support in whatever capacity, you know, he wants me to come in at. So, um, you know, all, all armies is, is great, man. It's, it's a great program. Okay. Um, since being in the military, what are some of the leagues that you've played in, and and which one do you feel like that gives you the best opportunity to showcase, you know, your team, your squad, things of that sort? So, you know, anything mainland. It, you know, it's great. I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I, I know now we've got two different, you know what I'm saying, uh, leagues. You've got, you know, the the nationals, the regular nationals that have been out for years. And you've got the uh, Myers League. It's uh, what, what's the, the, NBA? Name of it? the NBA. Yeah, yeah. The NBA came out, I think, like around 18 or 19, some, somewhere in there. I, I think yeah. that's when it came out. I think out. it came out in 18. Yep. 18. Yeah. So I could be wrong, but I think it's around 18 because I remember it happened after the year I lost in Texas. Okay. Yeah. So honestly, both of those leagues, man, do great things to provide opportunities, you know, for, for all service members to hoop. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I came from Fort Lee, so we were in the way Mac, you know, and and I, I played under chief that coaches at Fort Lee. This was back in, yeah, at four lead. This was just back in 18. So I say anytime guys can hop on those post teams, travel to tournaments, I'm going to miss the classic. Hopefully they can bring the classic back. Yeah. Because um, that's a big one. You know, all, all the service coaches are all there. Oh, yeah. Oh, know, yeah. Looking the classic at guys. is really fun, man. The, the classic. I actually enjoyed it, man. I learned about it more. Like I said, once I came up north and uh, like you said, man, the classic is, is, is it, man. You get to see a lot of freaking talent, man. A lot of talent come up north to – to, to, to showcase uh, some people go home early. Some people stay <laughs> around, you know what I mean? Some people came to sightsee. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, like you said, hey, the classic gave just, just that weekend of a tournament is like dang near a full season. It feels like because of the competition that come through in the sweat, blood and tears, kind of like the tournament that we had up here, the breast cancer tournament that, um, miss, um, what's her name? Uh, usually, uh, host every year, uh, the Redskins reporter, uh, Donna Hopkins, uh, okay. the breast cancer tournament she hosts every year up in the DMV area. I think last year was the last year she did it, or the year before my fault, before COVID. Yeah, uh, yeah no, nah, I agree. The uh, league that Myers got, um, it has his uh, perks that can help showcase individuals depending on what spotlight you're looking for or what platform you're looking to be on. Same thing as the, uh, the program down in uh, San Antonio. Um they also have their ways of uh, showcasing. They came about, I remember uh, 
recently they came out with the rings and different different things and different incentives right i think for me one of the hardest things was uh and we'll let you chime in on it um how do you keep a military program going especially with a lot of the programs that defunded itself how do you how do you still make it for guys to want to come out and participate you know that's the biggest thing in life. a lot of these coaches they're coming out of pocket to yeah. help you mm-hmm. know i mean we started the team here in hawaii it hasn't been a team in a long time yeah and i just went ahead and bought jerseys you know i play with the guys still you know i still go play pickup with the guys and they're like hey we want to play so I did everything I could in my power, you know, to get a league out here to get guys in the league and, you know, front things for them because they, a lot of those guys don't have the money for it. I mean, I, yeah. I know growing up, you know, if I have a, a family, you know, E4, E3, and you sitting here and you're trying to play basketball and pay a hundred dollars here, money there. So, you know, those coaches who represent, you know, those, those base teams are a huge part, you know, of this. And then, it's always good when you have a good sports director at that installation that's willing to support, yeah. you know, and, and that's, I mean, I, I know that's the reason why some people choose to go here. Some people choose to go there because some people don't, you know, don't have the money to pay. And when COVID hit, there were a lot of programs that were like, Hey, we're not going to have no program. Yeah. We're not touching you it. Know? Yeah. You can't touch it. And, and, and a lot of us, that's our outlet. You know what I'm saying? Basketball is an outlet. Once we take off that uniform, like, man, I can be me. I'm a hooper. I'm going to go do my thing, see my boys. We're going to hoop, chill for the weekend. You know, it is what it is. So you take that away from us. Some of us, that's how we get by. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, and, I, and, that, and that's why I asked that question, because I know how hard it is trying to build a team and, and get guys. I mean, especially up here in the DMV, I'm going to tell you now, um, like I said, I, I'm, I've never been to Hawaii, um, so I don't know how it works. But I know up here is like a New York City life. So unlike being down in a Fort Hood or down in a Fort Benning or down in a Fort Stewart where the soldiers, when they get off of work, they might sit in a little bit of traffic. They can go home, change clothes, eat, come back here in the DMV. You got, as soon as you get off of work, it, 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 you, you got to be practicing right there. And then because you go home, there's no coming back. You know what I mean? Because the way the traffic is designed, the length of getting home from here and there. And, you know, so, the program, keeping a program or convincing a player to be a part of something that they don't feel like they're getting the help from, from the top. You know what I mean? It feels like you said, they got to come out of pocket. They got to now exhaust some of the cash. It makes it a little difficult. So that's why I know a lot of individuals always ask, how do you maintain the talent? How do you keep guys convinced to play? How do you keep guys engaged? How do you keep guys thirsty for it? Obviously, most of them hopefully is passion, right? But for some of the younger players, where when they when they leave from work, their spouse is waiting for them at the house. And, you know, what I mean, you're telling them, hey, man, we got to put some more money up. And they're like, hold up, man, you put money up, but we need to get such and such over here. How do we right. how do we how do we address that? How do we even present that to whoever it needs to be presented to to to. Bring light to it, I guess, because like you said, we need that or individuals in the military need that is is the same thing as they promoted with uh intramural sports right they could fund intramural sports like crazy but they don't want to fund the next level and to me is the same to me is is almost the same thing it's just they're playing at a more professional level they're carrying themselves as a more professional instead of just out there you know just having a good time on the playground right 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 so yeah, it, it, 
you know, it, it takes the coaches, it takes senior leaders on those installations that might not even play, but to support it. You know what I'm, because the, you know, the biggest thing, if you have a garrison sergeant major, brigade, battalion sergeant major, it's usually the enlisted side that pushes it, you know, that pushes the officers. Now I know you do have officers that are on top of things also, but a lot of times it's the responsibility of that senior enlisted NCO to go out there and talk to whoever they need to talk to, to push them a little mm -hmm. bit. Because when they say they don't have money, I call BS. You have some money, but you're allocating them funds, you know, somewhere else. Somewhere else. And, yes. Yeah. So, you know, if, if guys have someone there that can push the right buttons, the right person and, and knowing the right person, that'll help out a whole lot. Oh yeah. I was able to do that with Mr. Washburn. Good thing. He came in from Korea. He, uh, mm -hmm. when he touched down from Korea, that was the first thing that we got on, you know, and that's when we got that to that point where we decided to put the Marines with the army and created mm -hmm. a joint base instead of Henderson hall and Fort Myers. Uh -huh. They share the same base. It just only made sense that it gives you a stronger case to take up to the top to say, Hey, we got a joint force team here. There's no way we don't have no money if we got two different sides, but they found a way to still make it complicated. But uh, Mr. Washburn was able to help me maneuver through a lot of that um, and get past that situation. So um, hopefully that it, it keeps going. Um, process, what's the process right now for you with the uh, All-Army Scout? And what are, what are you looking for? So, man, I mean, we want the best, but... You have to really look at when you say the best because everything goes within a system. You know what I'm saying? So on, on, on one team, you might have somebody on, let's say, Fort Benning. Okay. That averages 25 points a game. And, okay. and I just threw Fort Benning because I was stationed here. It was the first team that came to my mind, right? Well, so what you're saying is nobody on Fort Benning really scored 25 points a game. I mean, hey, I, I think Bill <laughs> – I think Bill can score 25 a game. Now, now we got to put a challenge. I need to see one of them four Benning players put 25 on the board before I got belief in their team again now. I mean, from my understanding, the new Georgia team is Stewart. So. Well, that's what they say. The new team is Stewart. But yeah, man, look, man, it, come, it comes down to the program. What you do on your post team is not going to be the same thing you do on an all-army team. And okay. each coach has their own vision. Like I said, Ron B, that's the head coach. Ron's like, RJ, this is what I want to do. We need to recruit the guys that can do this. So if we're running, you know, three out and two in, it's going to be different if we recruit for four out, one in. You know, yeah. that yeah. that four man has to be able to stretch the stretch. Yeah, you got to stretch. Yeah, you know, so it, it just all depends, man. You know, right now, you know, we, we're solid. We have about 85 to 90 ap applications. Oh, Lord. And we're, we're sitting there now, man, be like, okay. We're, we're Googling people's names because we don't know who they are. Yeah, they might be get national guard. You got to get any footage that's out there. Facts. 90 Facts. people. There's a lot of hearts pumping right now. They're watching this right now. They're listening in. They're going to be like, yo, I'm supposed to be on that list, coach. I right. think I'm nicer than him. Like you said, it ain't about how nice you are. It's how well you can play in the system as a team. Make us better. Facts. Facts I, I, I understand that. So, um, with that being said, how do you feel like y'all chances are going to be once y'all get to that point? You got 90 applicants. So that means there should be no room for error. That's what, that's, that's what that tells me. There's no room for hey, error. Smitty, Smitty, <laughs> mark my word. We winning gold. I'm I hope so. Right now. Because I was mad. I was mad last year. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I seen... 
what was it? Was it last year or the year before last? The Marines, right. or not the Marines, the Navy. The Navy came out and exposed everybody because everybody was worried about only height. And I said it to myself. I said it to my partners. When the Air Force told me what they had, I said, that's cute. Y'all got a lot of, you got a lot of Space Jam characters, right? But how do those Space Jam characters play together, right? And they got exposed quickly, very quickly. You know what I mean? I'm not going to throw any names or anything like that out there, but I watched. I sit in my 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 uncomfortable couch at home, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I watch and I spectate and I said, man, them Navy boys are serious. And that was the first year they went without Derek. Right. That was the first the first year they went without without something. Yep. So that that told you what that program decided to do and what you're talking about doing that system. The system worked when you took out Allen Iverson. I like that's Derek. what the Navy was. I, I like Derek. I, I I choose Derek any day of the week. But right. hey, they made it. They made they they put the branches on notice as they went through that tournament, and they showed naked ass. <laughs> it was tough too. Yeah, Coach, Coach, Coach Micah. I just talked to him the other day. We talked for about thirty minutes, man. And what he brought out there, those guys that he had, they were tough. One yeah. through five, even with subs. They had a rotation of eight guys that came in, played together. No one was selfish. They did their thing. They they were hard to compete with. Hard. Yeah, that's 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 what I was looking at. You know what I mean? I'm looking at, hey, what's the best way we can get guys out there meshed? We don't have much time to get you guys to mesh. Right. So you guys got to come in with the mind frame of, yo, we're meshed. I remember when Little was in charge, I watched guys drop like flies out of the off of the uh the roster, you know, what I mean, some good guys, some guys that had potential. But like you said, he had a system that he wanted to put together to go knock off those dudes out there. And hopefully you guys will be able to continue that same uh, the same path in, in, in Ron B's system. Right. Um, Let's talk a little bit. Let, let, let's 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 take a detour a little bit. Let's take a little detour. Let's let's head let's head out to let's head out to your personal side, man. Let's head out to. What do you do with your free time? What do you do with what do you do with your family? What, what, what do you do for fun? And we travel. Okay. You know, me and my wife, and we got a trip planned in two weeks. Gotcha. We're back, you know, we're going to DR. You know what I'm okay. saying? Dominican. So um, um we just came back from Vegas a couple weeks ago. You know, um, we like to go out to eat, like to experience different cultures and food. Um, you know. Uh, we like, you know, here in Hawaii, the scenery, you know, little heights and things like that. We love that. My boys, we like to fish, you know, we're not really hunters. First. Yeah. We, you know, we, we like to do the little outdoors thing. Um, just spend time with the family, man, you know, go to Dave and Buster's. Oh yeah. We'll, 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 you know, yeah, we do things like that together. It just brings us, you know, closer together. Um, different, my kid, you know, they play sports. I love traveling, you know, going to watch my son, my oldest son, he's about to graduate from Georgia Southern. But when we were at Fort Lee, he played for Marietta High School. It was one of the top high schools in the country for football. And I used to, man, I'm like, he's like, hey, dad, I'm playing up in D.C. Hey, I'm right there. So I love to support everyone in the family, any extracurricular extra activities that they do. You know, I'm, I'm all for it. So what is she uh, what does she gripe at you for, man? I know she I know I know you get the gripes. Everybody say that their household is all great. Hey, what they say. On the outside, it looks a lot different. What, what's she griping right, right. at you for these days, man? I know she 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 probably ain't gonna want to hear the podcast after you say it, but go ahead. 
But see, because I'm I'm basketball everything, you yeah. know, like 90 yeah. percent. Even when I'm doing basketball, I'm dragging them with me. So, yeah. um, you know, I have this meeting. As soon as we get done, I have another uh, basketball meeting to talk about at 15, you know, at 1500. So I spend a lot of time um, on basketball, 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 basketball. And, you know, she 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 knows she'll, she'll say, man, you might as well marry Wilson. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he that's, 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 that's the biggest thing. But she supports. She yeah. supports it. Um, but, you know, because she knows I love it. But I have tried to manage it. You know, I try to cut down a little bit. And I spend a lot of time with her now, you know, me and her just one on one. So if, if there was anything, she would say, hey, too much basketball, Ray. Mm-hmm. If you can go anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Man, you know what? Italy. 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 I've never been. I've seen pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I like to travel. I'm going to tell you in a minute, but there's a funny thing about that. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to try. I want to travel to Italy, man. You know, I'm I'm looking at FIBA options also, um, coaching wise. You know, my 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 wife, she doesn't mind going overseas. Yeah. So if something opens up overseas, that's a possibility. But Italy is, is a good choice. Yeah. Italy is, uh, I, I traveled through there a couple of times. Uh, I remember the first time as I was coming back from Bahrain, we stopped, we, we traveled, I traveled back with the Navy and, uh, the Marines. Uh, we stopped in, uh, we stopped out in, uh, Italy and they didn't tell you, they don't tell you that there's no trash compactor. So you get into the country, you're like, what is that awful smell? Like what is happening right now? That was the first thing I remembered about Italy. And I was so excited because I'm, I'm, I'm an Italian food lover. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I got, I got another curveball for you. Well, it's more of a thinking, right? Um, if you had a chance to choose five NBA players, five, four NBA players and one WNBA player to go win a tournament, who would that be of all time? Of all time. You got five, so, players, four, four, four NBA, one WNBA. They run in the courts. WNBA, I'm going with Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops, okay. Yep, I'm going with Magic. Okay. I'm going with Jordan. I'm with Jordan. Shaq. Shaq. And Kobe. And Kobe. So we got us two. We got us two elite guards. We got us a passer that, that could also rebound. We got us a big man that don't care about who's under the basket, and we got us another hooper in the WNBA. Swoops can go too. Swoops can go. <laughs> Swoops can definitely go. So I'll yeah. probably do the same thing. I probably would go swoops. I wouldn't go with magic at the one. Penny Hardaway would probably be my one. I love Penny, man. Uh at the two, or as a wingman, I go with LeBron and KD. I would even I wouldn't even play the 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 uh the Jordan Kobe, even though I would rather play Kobe. And then at the big man, I would probably go with Shaq too, man. I just hey right. you can't go wrong with Big Diesel, man. Right, 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 right. So tell me about tell me about um how you got selected or your first time getting selected to all army. How did that process go? Was that the route you wanted to go? Did you not want to go that route? Tell me the story on how that, that whole process worked. I was so, sneaking. People don't know the story, but I'm, I'm going to share it. You know right. what I'm saying? This, this people gonna be like, what? So no, a lot of people don't know. Mike Myers coached me at Fort Riley. This was his first time coaching. Okay. Okay. Right. So this was like uh, 2012-ish, somewhere in there. I wound up deploying to Afghanistan. So I, I practiced with him for about a, two months, and then, bam, I was gone. 
So Mike kind of kept in contact with me a little bit. So he reached out to me. This was probably 2000 and dirt. No, 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 no. This is 2015. He reached out. He's like, Hey, RJ, I'm going to need a coach um, for the women. As in like 2015, 16, somewhere, somewhere in there. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay. At the time I was leaving Augusta state and I was on my way to Fort Knox. I was up uh, in route to PCS to do this program training with industry TWI. Mm-mm. And he, you know, he reached out and he asked me, mind you, I've never coached women before. You know, I, I never have, you know, but I wanted to be a part of all army. So I told, I told uh, Mike, I said, you know, let me think about it. I said, there might be something that I want to do. I think maybe a week or two later, I was on a bus ride. I I was with the school I was at, Indiana University Southeast. We were on our way. We were on our way up north, Cincinnati, matter of fact. We was on our way to Cincinnati for a team uh, to play in a tournament. Ron hit me up. He was like, RJ. Hey, man, we got a spot. One of our guys is not going to be able to coach this year. Would you, you know, you open for it? I was like, man, I was like, you know, crazy thing. I, I told uh, uh, Mike Myers that I was thinking about, you know, him also. So <laughs> I hit up a couple of my, you know, uh, mentors and I asked him, I said, hey, I said, Mike, Mike, I got a guy who already asked me, you know, to coach him, to coach with the women. I said, I've never really coached with the women. Um, but I told them it'd probably be a good look. And uh, they told me, well, what do you want to do? I was like, well, I want to coach men. That's that's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So honestly, to wrap it up, that's what wind up happening. Um, I wind up saying yes to uh, the men. And I had to let uh, Myers know that I was going with the men instead of the women. How, how did that end for you, man? Uh- <laughs> 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 how did how did how did that how did that conversation end for you? So you know, and I and I told him, you know, I, I told Mike, I said, hey man, you know, I appreciate it, you know, I, um, you know, you you know, hitting me up and trying to get me on, you know, with the women, and you know, you're doing great things, um, with the women. I said, but I'm I'm used to guys, and I hit up, I told him, I said, I hit up a couple of my mentors, and they told me that uh, if I wanted to stay with the men. And I was comfortable with the men to stay, you know, with the men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ever, I mean, you know, Mike was like, oh, I guess, you know. So ever, ever since then, man, there, there's been a a little um, uh, disconnect, I'll, I'll just call it, between me and uh, me and uh, Coach Myers. Yeah, uh, that's one of those tough ones that, uh, like you say, you got to, um, it's damn if you do, damn if you don't, right? You had a dream, you had a goal, you had everything already laid out to go a certain direction and you were just on standby waiting and they happened to come right afterwards. Um, but you felt like it opened more doors for you. Do you feel like. So, so I, I will tell you this and, and I don't know your camera went off, but I, I will tell you this. Um, I have to explain anytime I'm talking, you know, collegially to a, a staff and mind you now, I've been on four or five different collegiate staffs over the past eight years. Mm-hmm. I have to explain all army basketball to them every time. 
And, you know, they're like, when I talk to them and tell them the experience I've had, they're like, oh, okay. They just honestly think it's just a bunch of military guys running around playing basketball, Mm -hmm. right? It's not structured or anything like that. Um, But once I show them some film, they're like, oh, okay, these guys can actually play. And I'm like, yeah, you can Google this guy's name. Bam, he played college ball here for four years. This guy here actually played, you know, in the G League. So, you know, it's good that a lot of college staffs are are starting to understand that, you know, um, all Army or Armed Forces sports on that level is just competitive as, you know, a collegiate basketball program. So uh, I think it was probably a good thing. You know, I got to coach with, you know, one of my guys and, and Ron, and I got to meet Little and, you know, some of the guys that were on that team I played with in Korea. And if I didn't play with them, I coached them before. So it, it worked out in the end. Okay. Yeah. My camera did go out. I just seen, I think I unplugged something. I'm over here trying to fix it, but, um, but yeah, no, nah, that's, that, that's good. Um, I wish, like I said, I, I had the opportunity. I was getting ready to uh, be on all coaching staff for the all army women. And then uh, COVID happened. So um, unfortunately wasn't able to do much about that or, or whatever the case may be. So where do you see yourself going from here? So I, I've got a, I'm, Got a lot of programs that have interests. Um, and I've even looked towards the sports director side. I've got some, some universities that are saying, hey, if you come in, we can make you an assistant, you know, director, athletic director. So I'm looking at both, um, trying to see what makes sense um, with location, money, um, and, and how the family feels about, you know, that particular area. So. There, there's, I've got some Division One and Division Two programs that are looking at me for both coaching full time or on the administrative coaching side. Okay, all right. Um, what are we gonna? Mission was accomplished, right? We went down there, we we dug in. So I look at, I think it gives you. How can I say this? I look at it as you got to be real good at at recruiting, right? And I notice a lot of coaches don't want to do the recruiting. They want the players to walk right in their front door because they're on that base. And to me, that's where the misconception comes into play because now you got guys having to play for people that they didn't want to play for from the jump. And it took a lot of talent away from certain teams because then players sat, players just didn't participate players. Um, if they did play, they, they played not with their potential. They played with an attitude or, but you know, a different type of animosity on their shoulder because they felt like they had to play because that was the only, you know, that person's there, you know, coaches holding down seats forever. Right. So for me, I started on the Fort bliss and out there where Mayon was at, like I told you, um, he was already the, the, the post coach. So I started with a brigade team. My brigade team made it far enough to go play the post team. We played some of the locals. We played overseas on deployment. We played in Bahrain, in Katara, right? But the reason I'm saying that is because I had to go out and convince these guys, yo, let's keep playing and keep playing until we get to the top. I went out and recruited guys to do this, right? Same thing I did when I got up here to Fort Myer. Fort Myer was already doing their thing with before I even touched ground up here, right? 
their their way of programming was they were able to get players up to the base Fort Meyer because you had to be a certain height to get up here to the honor guard anyway. So it was easy for them to get tall players, skilled players, and you got all the honor guards up here. So you're already coming to, to the to the table with with height. What what's what's the issue with individuals wanting to scout at some of the other bases? I mean, they, I mean that's just scout, but recruit. You are in a smaller program. That in order to make a smaller program big, you have to recruit outside of your program. So that's why I asked, like, how do you feel on that? And and do you feel like that would make a change if you allow coaches to actually have to do some recruiting? They, the guys just didn't walk in the door for them. Man, you know, some some guys are just lazy, man. You know what I'm saying? So when basketball is a part of like your life, it's it's recruiting. Always checking up on guys, trying to do things with the team. It's it's not just on the court type stuff. Some guys say, "Hey, you know, my name is so and so, so you just you should come see me." Like I'm in the gym out here in Hawaii all the time, always looking for guys, no matter what. It's not, oh, he should call me and hit me up. I'm like who, who who am I? You know what I'm saying? Like all, most of the guys know me as an old head now. You know, so. I respect the game enough to travel and go see post teams play, you know, spend my own money just because I love the game and I love to help, you know, these, these soldiers. So for the, for the coaches out there who, and this is just my opinion, who think they're just supposed to flock to them. It, it doesn't work like that. And, and, and then it might've been like that back in the day, maybe, but now things are changing. You have to kind of change the way you recruit. You don't recruit the same way that I got recruited back in 1999 than the way they recruit now. It's a total different, it's a total different game. And if you're not willing to adapt, you're going to get left behind, especially at the collegiate level. They don't want to deal with you. So, yeah. What do you feel like could help improve some of these programs? Um, Actually practicing. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about get in the gym, throw them a basketball, and just let them run up and down the court. I'm like, hey, a lot of these guys have played high school ball. Some have played college. Some played overseas. A lot of those guys will take it more serious if you come into practice and do real skill development. You know, work on situational plays. Draw things up. Don't come into practice and just give them a ball. You sitting over there on the side on your phone. Know what you're talking about because the players know. If you don't know what you're talking about, you're going to lose them. And that's why guys don't come to practice. They're like, for what? All we're going to do is play open gym. So, and I'm not saying it's everybody. There's a lot of coaches. And I, you know, Uriah, I just met Uriah, you know. But Uriah's doing his thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, People I might it talk. All yeah. I see all the time. People, I tell them all the time on yeah. social media. Yeah. So I, I respect, you know what I'm saying? I, re, I respect what Uriah is doing. I, I respect coaches. Like his cheeks. Yeah, he busts his cheeks. It's kind of like you said when you was out in Fort Lee. I mean, you know, Chief. Chief is always in the gym. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's always yeah. look, looking to get you better. Red is the same way. Like I said, it's a, I don't want to take away from any coach, but like I said, I, 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 with my own eyes, I see Red. Red goes sit down in the gym, and he has got a player for damn near the whole damn day. You know what I mean? Red is just that's just that's just him. He'll let you know, uh, man, he's got weak feet, or yeah, he's got strong this, or yeah, I got that. And you know, um, he goes in there with that that mind frame of what he's already looking for, and then he brings them to the gym and he works them out. You know, he works them out. I still remember uh 
at one practice, the first practice I did with him, we had a dude named Old School. I don't know if you've seen him. Oh, real old. He would look just like Harold. We had Harold, and then we had Old right. School. Old School, about, he, he about 10 years older than Harold. About the same weight, the same exact height, everything. Right. All head yeah. at old yeah. school. school was just there. He's just can rebound and, and and he could run. He couldn't, you couldn't, and he couldn't uh you couldn't slide a piece of paper under his feet when he jumped. You know what I'm saying? So but old school is tough. And I remember in practice one day, Harold wasn't being as aggressive because he's like, you know, he's old, but old school tough. And right. Red walked right. up to him and told him, he said, Hey, you like him? And, you know, Harold, he's a nice guy. He said, yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. I think he's a nice guy. He said, yeah, it's old school. He said, you like him? He said, yeah, yeah, he said, cool. He said, well, stop liking each other. You know what I'm saying? He said, we're here to play. He said, why are we in here liking each other? He said, he's not your girlfriend. Right, right. <laughs> and, and those are some of the things that I like to see at practice. And that's why I say, that's why I told Uriah, I, I appreciate some of the stuff that he do, whether he has a million people that participate or he's got two people participating. He's getting after it and trying to get the ones that actually want to be in there, in there and right. helping them get better. And that was one thing I respected on the female side. Um, when I pulled in Danita, Danita always wanted to work at any time. It didn't matter when it was. She comes straight off work, straight after church, whatever. She's there and she getting after it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm excited to see the men's and women's. I want to see the men's team because I want to see what changed. There's a lot of players gone. I really want to see what you guys really got in store. I'm going to be tuned in. I really don't, I'm not, I'm going to be a 200% honest, which I'm ne never really super tuned in to this part, like the all army part, right? I'm tuned in this year because I wanted to see what y'all doing with some of the talent that I've seen just cross the military's feet. There's a lot of talent that I just seen recently cross the military's feet. And I want to see if you guys pulling them in and, and if you're going to get that goal, I want to see it on the women's side on the, and on the men's side. So I'm, I'm going to give you an insider. You know, I don't tell everybody this. and It's going to get out. But out of those 80 packets, there's probably two, maybe three guys who have ever played all army before that have submitted packets. So we're going to have a team probably about 90 percent. Brandon, that's what make it exciting, because now they're coming, like you said, with that different attitude of. I got to earn this versus I've been here. Hey, I'm gonna give you what I got, but you know, what I mean, you're gonna have to play me eventually. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. And, and and that's why I'm looking at it a little different. Um, league wise, Hawaii. What? Yeah. Um, how many teams do y'all have over there? So we have to play in a semi, the a semi pro. Semi pro. Team. Okay, kind of like the Air Force team that came down and wore everybody ass out in uh in Capital Classic. What was their name? Uh. I can't even think of it. I remember they came out there and bust everybody else and, and won it. Oh, yeah. This was two, three years ago. So the last year they had it then, huh? 2018. 2018? 2018? Yeah. I was they were out of Ohio. I, I think they were out of Ohio. Oh, you talking about, uh, oh, man, they had a guard, a big, tall, white dude on there. They had a whole bunch of white boys that was 10, everybody else of that, too. Yeah. Oh, I, I, hey, them boys is moving the ball so great. Yeah, said, yeah. It's crazy. This is this is ridiculous. I said this is nuts. But yeah, that they had a pretty good um they got a pretty good uh roster. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys got going on. Mm -hmm. Uh what what question do you have for me, coach? 
And I asked a bunch of questions. What question do you have for me? So what 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 are your plans for the next? You know what what's your short term and long term goals? Are we talking about with sports or we're talking yeah, about yeah. In general? Anything. Anything. So three me, three to five years. For for me, my 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 long term term goal is to continue to build this capital that I'm already building with uh with my entrepreneurship and my businesses. And I'm expanding into women's purse and uh and men's purse uh, handbags and stuff like that. Uh I'm working on that, putting out a line for that so they'll be able to see that on my website. Uh obviously www.vaha.com, Vaha Media, V-A-H-A-A Media.com. Uh my long go- my long term goal is to build that relationship is traveling over to Africa, work out a deal. Get all sorts of stuff, distribution and everything else going properly. Uh, that should be happening, uh, you know, here in the near future. But I want to sustain that, sustain that for a long period of time. That's my long term goal. Short term goal is um some vacationing, man. <laughs> I've been working too much. I work seven days a week. You know, what I mean, even after I got out the military, I'm working seven days a week. I'm constantly on the go i'm constantly answering employee issues issues with whether it's my properties whether it's something to do with my rental cars whether it's something anything i don't get a day where i could just say hey i can shut my phone off and it, everything would be okay if i shut my phone off i might have lost so much business because some some people don't understand they don't they act like they don't know how to continue the journey without me um because i guess i was so involved and i'm and i made it happen so Vacation is more of a short-term goal, and 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 uh, I still want to sometimes somehow be connected in sports. Um, I did sit my hat down, uh, no specific reason, just really just time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, time and uh and uh effort, you know what I mean? You got I, I'm not gonna give you half-ass effort, so it would be unfair for me to just um jump up and always be like hey let's just do xyz and i wasn't participating this whole time because now now we got to re get our engines turning and all of that you don't want me to bring half effort because i don't want you to do the same so um i hope to pick up some type of pace and something back in that that type of world uh even if it's just me getting out doing some some college scouting or, or or something of that sort um i enjoy things like that man i got an eye for for a certain type of talent um and it's actually fun doing it, man. It's almost like picking a house, man. If you can go around picking houses and and, and you ain't had to pay for it, <laughs> you go around picking houses, man. Your wife will have a ball, man. Hey, hey. you say, hey, man, look, it ain't coming out of our pocket. Right. right. Five houses. We have two days to do it. <laughs> you know, by, by the time you get to your email, man, you probably have about 40,000. 40, houses sent in your inbox you already know it i'm like man we got to look through all this and, and, and that's and that's 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 really how it hits so like i said i really enjoyed our convo of uh, we're definitely gonna have another one like i said um i think we touched a lot of different bases we didn't get too much in your personal side uh but uh we have an idea of uh who mr rj is and uh what he plans on uh, finishing up, how strong he plans on finishing up. What's the plan right after All Army? 
right after, right after all army, I go right into my uh, skills bridge, my internship. So I'll, I'll come back and then starting in like February, I'll either be at some college uh, doing uh, assistant coaching type stuff, basketball ops stuff at a university, or I'm going to try to work something at a university on the uh, AD side, do some AD stuff or assistant AD stuff. So yeah. that's kind of, that's where I'll be doing the next six months after all army until my, uh, my terminal leave is over with. Okay. So, so who's going to do the most coaching out there, man? While you're out at all army, man, who's, who's going to be the, who's going to be doing the most coaching. So Rob, Rob, I got Rob, and I got one other guy that used to play all army. They're they're gonna take over and pick, you know, keep things going while I'm gone. Cause when I get back, hey, we we in it for them three months before I'm out. So, you know, we're gonna push them hard, attend, you know, attend a couple of those tournaments that are in Texas. That's my time we were just on that call. So hopefully, you know, we can make it. And I and then, you know, the crazy thing this year, I'm not picking out, picking up anybody from the outside. I'm keeping mm-hmm. it all. I'm keeping it all Hawaii. So we'll have a joint team full of Air Force, Navy, Marines, and that's Army. The right way to do it. I feel like that's the right way to do it. I, I I do. I mean, if you ask my honest opinion, I think we would we would get a lot more out of our programs if we allowed our our s- surrounding bases, if they're not one of the huge major bases like a Fort Hood, to to do. Like you said, able to help join forces. So, hey, I really appreciate it, RJ. Yeah, you too, uh, Smitty, man. I appreciate you. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have an, another discussion, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, some of my other uh, guests um, as we uh, move forward uh, in the podcast. Okay. Hey, I'll be watching. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right.